Welcome back, everybody, to In The Loop. All right. Welcome back to the In The Loop podcast presented by the Smitty Group and the Punchmark team. Today, you're joined by Ben Smitty, the CEO of the Smitty Group. I am Matt. I'm a media strategist at the Smitty Group as well. And today, we're going to be talking about patience, patience in life and in the workplace. Yeah, welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm excited to be back on the podcast. Uh, patience is one of those things that when Mike and Alex and the team were asking me uh, to be on this one, I, I kind of laughed because I'm historically not the most patient person in the world, but I've had to learn a lot of lessons in patience over my career. So excited to be here, Matt. Wonderful, wonderful. So I think to kick it off, Ben, I think we should define patience, right? Mm-hmm. We're talking about patience. Let's set the benchmark and just define patience. And patience is defined as the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Ben, I'm with you. This is something I struggle (laughs) with on a day-to-day, and that's why I want to talk about how patience plays into both our lives and just in the professional setting as well. Yeah, and I think... If, if for me, I think the one uh, I'll give you the tagline and sort of the thesis of it all now for me, I think that in order, you know, by definition, the whole to accept or tolerate or basically allow yourself to not be upset by these things. I think the biggest thing is expectation. Right. Uh, I think when I find myself getting upset or impatient around things, it's purely because of a, a mismatch of expectations and reality. Right. So for me, whether it's an entrepreneurship, running business leadership, whatever it may be, waiting on the on the train. Uh, we live in New York City, so mm-hmm. it takes a lot of patience on that sometimes. For me, it's always around the planning and the expectations. And if you start reaching these unmet expectations, you start reaching these irrational beliefs on what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, and you know, and you don't have a plan or you don't have a plan for things to take longer or whatever it may be, um, I think you're setting yourself up for a really rough ride. Absolutely. I think what you just said as well, living in New York City, New York City, if it teaches you one thing, it teaches you patience. And if you don't have it, you're not necessarily going to thrive here. What I found just personally and professionally is that a lot of patience comes from self-awareness, especially when it comes to like working on a team. Um, You need to be self-aware and aware of how others are feeling. Um, Oftentimes, like when I'm looking at patience, oftentimes if I feel that I'm being impatient, inherently I'm almost being selfish because I'm not taking into account what's happening around me. And I think that when it comes to like my day-to-day and coming in on a day-to-day and working in a team setting, it just comes down to me being self-aware and understanding where others' schedules lie, where others' priorities lie. And sometimes that's not necessarily going to line up where my schedule is at um, and what I'm currently working on in that moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I think the the point you mentioned around you know, empathy and sort of not only just self-awareness, but awareness of situational awareness and things of that nature, you, like – when it comes to day-to-day life, for sure, impatience not only just affects my own well-being, but it affects other people, right? We've all been in the crowd where, oh, we've all been on the airplane, sitting on the tarmac, and you're ready to go. Everybody's ready to go, but you have the one person that's just vocally frustrated and annoyed. And we've maybe a lot of us, you know, not naming names, but maybe me even, uh, have been that person that's vocally annoyed or whatever. But we know how that is impacting us when we're the ones sitting there just trying to be patient on something. If I take a a layer up and I talk specifically from sort of my vantage point of an entrepreneur or starting a business and running a business, um, I coach a lot of entrepreneurs and and startup 
founders and leaders where they're you know just starting or they have ideas and they're they're going from idea phase to starting phase or they're going from that you know half a million to that million mark or that one million to the five million mark and when we look at those things um you know the, the saying is starting a business everything takes twice as long and twice as much money right and i think the one thing i find myself coming back to is people is is really these lessons on patience of you know what they should be expecting versus what they are expecting a lot of people think this stuff is going to happen just overnight or a lot of people think it's going to happen much sooner and anything that is complex anything that is uh, a large goal anything you know they're saying anything worth doing takes time but that is the truth from an entrepreneur standpoint you know i'm on my third company now my third or- organization to start and run and it's it takes time it takes time to get things in motion and nothing happens overnight and we live in this sort of social media world to where we feel like these founders start something grow it and then overnight IPO or overnight sell it off to VCs and and or another like get a buyout exit for hundreds of millions if not billions of dollars and it's just incorrect you know we we do this podcast with the punchmark team and you know I'm really good friends with Brian and Ross and Dan the the co-founders of punchmark and it's it, though we, we talk about it all the time. This stuff is, is long term. You know, one of the values that we have for TSG, it's funny right now as we're not to date the episode, but right now every, the whole team, even the remote team is here for TSG in New York. And one of the things that we like to do and one of the things I like to cover in, in, in our strategic planning for the next year is going back to, to vision, mission and values. And one of the values that we have is really that long term over short term, long term vision over short term gain. And to be a successful organization, to be a successful founder, leader, executive, I think you have to have that long-term vision um, because you're going to be severely upset uh, if you think that things are going to happen overnight, if you are easily swayed by setbacks or delays or things of that nature, because it's just, it's inherent to the nature of things that we do. How do you think patience plays into getting discouraged? I know that me and you had a conversation the other day about how I've been trying to move some projects forward and perhaps because of my lack of patience, I was feeling discouraged. Um, how do you think patience plays into like how you yourself operate as a leader and how it affects your performance on like the day-to-day? Can you give us a few examples on that? Because I know that you yeah. gave me some great insight. I was feeling discouraged because I wasn't moving the ball forward as fast as I would have liked, but you kind of reminded me and you brought me back down to earth that that just ultimately routes back to patience. And if you have patience, then you shouldn't be discouraged because you should understand how the process works. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you said it right there. I think that when you are dealing, I mean, we run an agency, we're relying on multiple parties to to do things, whether it's us, whether it's another uh, service provider, whether it's the clients, whether it's the client's teams, all of these things are moving sliding scales where it comes to time, whether it comes to effectiveness, when it comes to execution, when it comes to priorities, right? And for us as an agency, we always feel a, a priority and an a urgency to get things done. But when you look at a client, they have 50 things going on too. And so it may be five on their list instead of one. Mm-hmm. And so these things take time. They, they take some understanding. Um, the one thing I will say for people uh, and in here before we get too far down the line is that Patience doesn't necessarily mean idle and idling and sitting there idle and with with idle time and idle minds, right? So I think that you can be patient in one area and be very impatient with finding a solution that's an additional solution to what way you're working now. So if I'm trying to get something done one way and it's not working, patience isn't me 
just sitting there and just letting it wait on it, right? That's horrible client management. That's horrible account management. That's horrible solution. That's horrible consulting, all of those things. To me, I can be patient with it taking time, but be very impatient with sitting by doing nothing. I can find other solutions. I can work on the other pieces of it. And I think that's where it's an ebb and a flow, right? I think that's where you and I probably are, are very aligned when it comes to this is like, let's okay, let's be patient. Let's trust the process, right? Let's trust the timing of things, but let's be impatient in finding other solutions and workarounds and, and finding, you know, coming after things at a different direction, right? Absolutely. So like as your role as the CEO, you are our team leader, you understand team dynamics better than most people, I would say. How do you feel patience plays a role in working in a team setting? <laughs> patience when it comes to people is the most intricate, most complex, and sometimes the most frustrating thing, right? If you lead an organization, if you're a leader in an organization, if you have a leadership mindset, you tend to be a fairly either high performing or at least high performing in a certain area or have high expectations of things, right? You enter a leadership position because somebody saw that excellence mindset within you. And so in there, by nature, I think you have high expectations for people for not only what they're doing, but what you know they can do and what they can achieve. And so sometimes if if you're managing a team of people and you don't feel that people, if you your expectations for them are higher based on what you know they can achieve or how fast they can grow or how much they can grow, it, it becomes really interesting because it is a test of patience because you have to let people develop and you have to know where you can push and you can nudge somebody mm-hmm. and stretch them. But you can also, you also have to know as a leader of when you need to just be patient and let people develop as they are. I think even in some ways where I've even failed as a leader, seeing something for people that maybe they didn't either see for themselves yet or didn't desire for themselves, right? Whether it's even moving into a leadership position or being a, an executive in the organization or things of that nature. If you see that for someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have the capacity to see that for themselves yet. Mm-hmm. And it's poor leadership if you put them in that position and they're not ready for it. It's poor leadership if you put them in that position and they're not wanting it. It's just going to hurt you and it's going to hurt the organization. So I think that when it comes to people, people are, we're complex beings, you know? And when you're leading an organization, you have big vision. That's why you're a leader. And so you see the whole board. But you have to realize that not everybody sees the whole board at that moment. People are running in their lanes and they have big vision for the lane that they're in. And that's awesome. Uh, So I think with vision also has to come. And we talked about this a lot. You and I have about like giving people handles to hold on to vision, giving people handles to to hold on to sort of the, the vision train as it goes by so they can latch their car onto it and they can they can actually come along, even if they may not see the whole board yet. It helps them move along. And then as a leader, you have to be less impatient for them to kind of get on board because they're, you give them something to actually see. Um, I think a lot of times patience comes back or impatience comes back to waiting on people to see what you see, but mm-hmm. they just, they're, they're not going to yet. So I think that it, we can either be impatient or we can be more patient with people and you know coach them along the process, which I, I try to do, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> in most cases. Would you say that working in like a team setting and working in the agency setting as well, especially in your role, would you say patience comes into play in regards to like laying the proper foundation and putting the right pieces into play and then letting things develop naturally rather than pushing the agenda? Yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a big thing because 
there's a happy medium between letting things develop and pushing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the deal is like you can only build so high on stable ground, mm-hmm. right? You can only build so many stories up if you're on a sand foundation. But if you take the time and you take the effort and the energy and show integrity within the patience that you have to build a steady foundation, you're going to be able to build much higher and arguably much quicker in the long term at the end of things than you would have trying to rush things in the short term. Because what happens is, and I've, I've done this from experience, is you start building high on a shaky foundation and all of a sudden you got to start taking levels down. you got to start working backwards because you didn't have the foundation in place uh, with the right people in the right spots or developing the right team or the right leadership or whatever it may be, the processes and the strategies in that space to build high enough. And so your vision exceeded um, the depth of your foundation at the time. And with big vision, yeah, you can get things done. You can build really high, but it becomes very shaky. It's like that Jenga tower. And, you know, it's always if you're a strategic Jenga player, you're trying to get it as tall as you can. And you start seeing people as it gets harder pick from one side and the tower gets lopsided and you're sitting there and you're thinking like, oh, we got to even it out, even it out. And as it gets taller, it gets shakier. But if you have that foundation and if you take time, right, and if you test the right pieces and you develop the strategy and the base of it in a unique or in an even and stable way, then you can build much higher as you go. And all of a sudden your patience pays off later, 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 later down the road. So I I think you're absolutely right. And, And that's a great point when it comes to you know, if you exercise patience early on, um, which is tough, especially as a young person. I started my first company when I was 23 years old and completely impatient, completely ready for things to just happen overnight. And when it doesn't happen that way immediately, it can be devastating for some people. Luckily, I had good mentors. I, I, I had a good team that, you know, you start to learn and develop things now. I mean, you, you look at it now, I'm a, I'm a completely different, thankfully, you know, thank God I'm a completely different CEO than I am now than I was then because I've just been through the process mm-hmm. more times. I've seen, I'm not surprised by the unknown. I'm not surprised by when things take longer because I'm just expected, you know? I was just about to say, like setting the right expectations and then Earlier, I had mentioned that idea of self-awareness. I feel like patience and self-awareness go hand in hand. So through that experience that you got running companies prior, you've built that self-awareness. And now you understand that there's going to be roadblocks. Going back to the definition of patience, it's the capacity to accept uh, delay, trouble, or suffering. Let's not necessarily say suffering, but you know what I mean, especially in the workforce or uh, in the workspace. Just being self-aware and knowing that there are going to be hiccups and being patient when those hiccups arrive, right? Yeah, and it's it's funny because, again, I just go back to the listeners here. By no means are we talking about just being settled and fine with it. It's, it's just being understanding and not shaken by it. I would say that it's not – I'm never happy about delays. I'm never um, neutral about delays, but I can – choose to see another path. I can choose to be accepting of it. I can choose to be not angry about things uh, because that's not going to lead to any success or things to move any faster. It just patience allows you to find another path, right? Patience allows you to find another pathway to success. It's not saying that, oh, I'm just going to accept this and just sit there and be completely happy um, about it. It's just not getting angry and upset about mm-hmm. by it and, and showing some expectations around what is happening. 
Um, so I did want to pivot a little bit. Yeah. Now that we've laid the groundwork as to how we operate with patients, what is patience, and how you implement patience as a CEO and as a leader, I want to pivot to the holidays yep. and how patience plays into the holidays and what advice we can give to marketing professionals as we go into November and December. Um, and specifically that ramp up that we're dealing with, uh, initiatives and activities coming from the client side. What I've been noticing as an account manager is that with all these initiatives coming in, we have to be patient. And by patient, I mean sticking to the system. We talked about processes and established yep. processes. We shouldn't get overwhelmed and change what we're doing. We should be able to compartmentalize and utilize those processes that we've established. We shouldn't change what we do because of what's coming in. And the way I've been utilizing patience is by compartmentalizing and understanding that not everything needs to happen in a day, but it does need to happen. And what are the steps and what is the groundwork that we need to lay in order to execute on, let's say, the additional campaigns coming in, the additional initiatives. Um, it's kind of like the, the golf swing, right? Mm -hmm. No matter what situation you're in, no matter where the ball is lying, your golf swing should be fundamentally the same, right? Yeah. You need to maintain that consistency. So what I'm asking is what advice do you have for marketing professionals as we transition into the holidays and how can they employ patients so that they can execute at the best of their ability? Yeah, I think a couple things. One is that that process. It, I think a lot of holidays and a lot of crunch time is hurry up and wait. But the hurry up piece can be very stressful and you have to deploy, I would say it's patience, but it's also trust, right? And that comes in a way of, as you were saying, is like, if you have a lot of things coming in, you have a lot of things, initiatives, you got to trust the process and the, the, the things that, and the strategies that you've put in place before and be patient to see those things through versus get very anxious and start changing everything and switching everything up all at the last minute. Cause that's not going to help anyone. And then I think on the client side, if you are, you know, specifically out here, if you're a jewelry retailer, it's trusting the things that you've put in place, trusting the plans that you put, whoever your partners are, whoever your, um, your team internally, if you're doing everything internally, trust those strategies, trust the data that you've seen throughout the year, trust the things that you've seen last year and the plans that you've built because you have already, you should have already been planning these things in advance, right? Now's the time where you need to patiently execute on the things that you've been planning, right? Hurry up and cram at the beginning of the year to set yourself up for the year. That way at this point, you can exercise patience in seeing these things through. And if you're not, what you start to do is this urgency or this anxiety to do more, change everything. Oh, I'm not seeing something immediately right now. Look, the market is is shifting to where the market has a lot more patience because of online, because of e-commerce, because of like waiting for things. And now even, even in the world that we live in right now where we've seen post-COVID delays or, you know, on the tail end of COVID delays and things and there's this panic buying and all this type of stuff. At the end, we still serve a very con a convenient consumer economy, meaning if they can get something and wait one more day, they'll wait one more day. If they can wait one more minute, they'll wait one more minute. So it requires even more patience from the business to understand stuff doesn't happen as soon or as early as it used to, right? We're going to start seeing, and you've already started seeing less and less of this immediate uh, you know, Black Friday shopping, moving into Cyber Monday, moving into Small Business Saturday, moving into, um, you know, early December, moving into day before because you're used to Amazon Prime overnight delivery on stuff. So don't be discouraged 
like trust the process because what's there's nothing worse than trying to hit a moving target with a moving like object. Mm-hmm. So if you have too many variables in your plan and your process and, and your strategies, it's really hard to be successful. So plan early, right? Plan early, stick to the plan and patiently execute on it and wait for those results to come in. Because if your plan is solid and you trusted it a week ago, don't bail on it now. Like see it through and, and look at how you can better execute on that plan versus throwing it all out the window and changing everything last minute. Yeah, I think the key is just avoiding that feeling of panic. When things come in, don't panic, trust the process, right? It's worked in the past, you trust the process, um, you've laid the significant groundwork, um, just don't panic. I think that's the advice I would give to like any young professional coming into the agency uh, setting, coming into the marketing world. It's just that idea of don't panic. You always uh, use the expression, there's no such thing as a marketing emergency. Yeah. Right? There's always a workaround. There's fluidity and flexibility. Um, it's just a matter of taking a deep breath, being patient, yeah. and coming up with a solution. Well, I heard this lesson from, he was like, he was one of the a, a team leader in the Navy SEALs. And he's a teams guy. And when he was in training, they'd have these drills. And the first time they had this drill when he was in basically trying to qualify to become a Navy SEAL, they'd have these drills and people were running around and all of a sudden like the the instructor made everybody stop. And he, he was saying that calm is contagious. In this business, if you lose your head, you'll lose your head. And ours is not that severe, obviously, thank God. But when it comes to anything, he said calm is contagious. And you can also substitute calm for anything else, right? Angry is contagious. Urgency is contagious. Fear is contagious. Uh, but calm is contagious. So whether you are a business leader, whether you're a retailer, whether you're a young professional, whether you're an agency leader, whatever that may be, calm is contagious, right? Stay patient. Uh, stay calm and work through the, this is what you have planned for. This is the stuff that you've um, strategized for. This is the stuff that you've done before. So stay calm, don't freak out and just work through the process, work through the strategies in a timely and urgent manner, but don't freak out and just exercise patience and and a sense of centeredness, if you will, uh, throughout the process. And I think you're going to see a really great, I think I'm really bullish for this year. I think retailers are going to see in our industry overall is going to see a tremendous season again. I'm bullish on the things that I'm seeing uh, from our clients right now. Uh, you know, in Punchmark and TSG, we have a lot of mutual clients that we work on together and just the, the, the process that's in place, the strategies that are in place, the content that's out there, everything is set up for success. And I'm, I'm excited to see it through and see our industry take another big win this year, which is really exciting. Awesome. I think to wrap it up, Ben, I'd just like to ask you, one more question, and that is what area of your life, overall, professionally or personally, do you feel like you can improve upon your patients? Oh, man, that's a good one. Um, personally, uh, when it comes to, well, there's two things. One, I, I actually do have a car here in New York City, so I got to be more patient when I'm driving because I, I get frustrated uh, pretty easy. But I think that's part of New York driving, too. You have to be a little frustrated, so For you sure. can, otherwise you're not going to make it. You can't be too um, lax. But in my golf game, I'm trying to be patient in the way of waiting for the right time to take the low percentage shot versus every shot taking the low percentage shot because I'm not good enough to do that yet. Um, And professionally, I feel like patience is a consistent thing that you have to work on as a leader because I I do – have big vision for where we're going and what we're doing um, and I have big vision for people and so I always want what is best for people but I always want what I always see people 
And, and I always want for people uh, their ability to live out their lives to the fullest. And so I have to be patient because everybody's on their own timeline for that. Even if I see something for them and I want that for them, um, I just have to be patient and trust that everything in its due time. So I think those are the things that I'm working on right now. Awesome, man. All right, Ben, thank you for hopping on this episode. Once again, this has been Ben Smithy, CEO of the Smithy Group, and myself, Matt Buoneri, the media strategist at the Smithy Group. And that's a wrap. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And remember to subscribe. It really helps us grow. Thank you so much. See you next week.